Welcome to a special short track of the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. I'm Matthew Baxley, and here today, I'm asking Joe Fredericks about a wildfire. Busy week in the Boundary Waters, a lot happening. Wildfire started on Tuesday, the 13th of June. In that afternoon, we got notification from the Forest Service at WTIP about the wildfire. It's called the Spice Lake Fire. It's about 30 acres in size. That's what it was on Tuesday, and that's what it is now still on late Friday moving into Saturday. Joe, from what you know, talking to the Forest Service and to outfitters up the Gunflint, what's the biggest concern right now about this fire? Well, the biggest concern from the Forest Service perspective is that it's going to spread. It's hot, dry, got maybe a chance for some rain on Sunday, but next week, 90 degrees up at Seagull on Tuesday, so windy and hot ahead. And it's already bone dry. Fire conditions are extreme already. So that's the concern, is that this is going to spread and have another huge fire like we did in 2021 when the entire Boundary Waters closed. So this is a preemptive move to not only protect the wilderness from uh, further risk of fire, but also to protect the wilderness users from uh, any risks that could come from a big turn. Right. So there is a closure. A small part of the Boundary Waters is now closed. That started on Friday, the 16th. So let's do a quick, here's what happened, bam, bam, bam. Fire starts on Tuesday. Campfire ban goes into effect on Wednesday. They made that announcement on Tuesday. So those are almost simultaneous. Campfire ban, wildfire, now the closure. Those three things all happened this week. And it's a partial closure and it's about 10 miles from the end of the Gunflint Trail, this area. It's Seagull Lake is essentially the the cutoff point for it. Uh, you can get into Jasper, but Alpine is closed. So Seagull is open, but you don't have a lot of options to head anywhere further west. That's right. Uh, and- like most, that popular loop going to the South Arm and Knife. Uh, that's all off limits right now. Ogish, the fire is basically on Ogish Lake, Ogish Gamuncy Lake. So that's the core of where the fire activity is right now. So that's totally off limits. Moving to the other side, though, Otter Track is closed. So you can't get in from SAG and do that loop. So you kind of get cut off both ways if you want to think of it that way. When we broaden out our perspective on this, it's a massive, very popular area because that Moose Lake chain coming from the Ely side is how a lot of people get to Knife Lake through that. And then, of course, Sag up through Otter Track, down and Seagull, Ogish, that way. So you can't access anywhere on there. We've got a map of the closure area on the website, WTIP.org, that shows all this. And I talked to the Forest Service about this closure area. This is Tim Engrav. He's a public information officer for the Forest Service on Superior National Forest. Here he is talking about the closure. No, at this time, there isn't any uh, Boundary Waters entry points uh, actually closed. Um, we have reached out um, uh, either directly or, or um, with outfitters, cooperators um, that may have uh, reserved permits for their groups um, for the uh, Seagull, Saganaga, Snowbank, and Moose Lake um, entry points, um, and just to notify those uh, visitors who have permits for those areas, uh, because they all kind of feed in with travel zones into um, what is now um, a closure area, and just asking those folks to um, take a look at their plans, uh, look at maybe possible other options, 
and allowing them the flexibility to uh, either cancel or uh, or and then make a different reservation um, looking towards the future. Um, and so we're kind of given that that option or choice for folks to kind of just take a look at their own plans right now um, and make some possible changes. Um, And then that includes any Keck Trail uh, permits as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, when we look at the number of permits for some of those entry points, uh, Moose Lake, for example, more more on the Ely side, 27 permits per day. Seagull has eight and SAG has 15. And if people don't opt to choose to cancel those or redirect somewhere else, that's a lot of people that could end up bottlenecked in on, on a place like SAG or Seagull for, for our listeners in particular here at WTIP. What's the Forest Service plan for just the running out of campsites on SAG and Seagull? So uh, that is, you know, that is accurate and, and we are, you know, concerned and, and going to be watching and monitoring for that as well. Um, you know, it, it uh, we know a lot of permits uh, from Moose Lake do head, head uh, east towards Knife Lake, uh, the paddle permits anyway. So, um, uh, you know, as well as the ones, you know, that you've identified on Seagull and, and SAG. Um, we are going to, on Monday, um, take a look and see, uh, you know, how many permits, uh, how many groups uh, continue to follow through uh, with their trips on those entry points and uh, basically reevaluate and, and see, uh, you know, how much, uh, how many groups have really gone in and um, if they're, you know, take a look at that early next week and and then and reassess um, uh, based on those numbers and and whether, uh, you know, some cancellations or, or trip changes have taken place or not. Would there be enforcement on camping at a campsite that is not an official campsite? If, if somebody's paddling around Sag or Seagull and, and they can't find a campsite and opt to just pitch their tent or hang their hammock wherever they choose, uh, what's the enforcement on that? So yeah, that is one of our our Boundary Waters uh, Wilderness regulations is to camp at a, a, a designated site with a fire grate and a latrine, um, and that is important uh, for our visitors to to continue to follow that regulation. Um, uh, they could, uh, at the discretion of the the forest officer, um, you know, re- receive a violation notice or a ticket um, of a varying whatever the um, officer decides with the fine. It, it could be. Um, I can't remember what the upper limit is on that, but um, so yeah, we we really uh, encourage people to to not be doing that, uh, but only staying at designated sites. Um, if uh, folks are starting to see that sites are full up and there's not that that option to find an open site, then uh, we really want to hear that feedback, um, get that feedback back to us, the local district office, um, so that we you know that's going to be part of our monitoring and, and our reassessment on Monday. On how use uh, is looking out in these areas that are still open around the closure area. Was there any consideration to include SAG and or Seagull in the closure area to reduce or eliminate this uh, possibility of getting bottlenecked and overcrowding on those lakes? Well, I think we were really looking at it from the other side and, and really like to still allow some opportunities uh, in the area because this is a large closure area. We know it's making an impact um, there, we didn't have a, uh, a fire uh, concern or fire danger um, due to the Cavity Lake fire scar that's uh, around those lakes and nearby or adjacent to those lakes. So, um, you know, from that standpoint, um, our fire officials and leadership were comfortable um, not including those in the closure area and, and still allowing um, some visitors to have an opportunity um, to, for their wilderness trip. 
Well, about how many approximately, or if you have the exact number, how many campsites are in this closure area and won't be able to be accessed and utilized? Yeah, we are estimating there's about 80 campsites uh, that are within the closure area right now. All right. How about uh, timeline? I know it's dependent. You've explained this to us uh, throughout the week as far as uh, things like the campfire ban and so forth. But how about the closure area? Any approximate timeline or, or what can you tell us about that? So we we don't have a, an estimated timeline on how long this closure area is going to have to remain in place. Um, we will, uh, you know, our leadership, forest leadership with uh, consultation with fire officials uh, as fire activity uh, is continually you know, monitored each day. Um, I'm sure we'll be reassessing it at least on a weekly basis, uh, you know, the size of the, of the closure area. Um, it's really going to depend on uh, the work, uh, the good work that the firefighters are, are getting done out on the fire uh, now and um, how they're feeling, how secure that fire is and, uh, and safe, um, you know, working towards a, a full containment uh, on the fire. And then that'll, you know, kind of dictate the timeline for, for changes or, or uh, with the closure area. What do you make of all this, Joe? That's complicated. I talked to the outfitters at the end of the Gunflint, Tuscarora, some of the people that actually do transports on SAG and get people to American Point. And, you know, I when I was talking with Andy McDonald at Tuscarora, he says people are adjusting. People that were planning to do a trip through Seagull and get down into Ogish, maybe get over to Knife, they're realizing they're hearing this news and they're adjusting plans. Some people are changing their route altogether, abandoning that permit, getting a new one. Other people are just saying, okay, we'll just kind of hang on Seagull or Sag and make what we can of that. Some people are going to go Granite River from the north if they're doing Sag. Other people maybe just changing some dates, going to modify their plans. Permits are opening right now because of the campfire ban. You and I like to have a campfire at our Boundary Water site. There's a ban on. So people are going, man, maybe it's just not the right time to do this trip. Let's adjust and we're going to go somewhere else and do another type of vacation or we'll come back to the Boundary Waters later. So permits are opening. It's just a lot of movement, a lot happening in the Boundary Waters right now. Right. And so in typical wilderness travel fashion, being able to adapt, being able to shift plans to make changes on the fly, that's what folks are doing. Uh, not only the users, but the outfitters and the Forest Service, I'm sure, is preparing for any possible outcome here. That's right. I did talk with the Forest Service about some people maybe trying to get into Cache Bay and adjusting their route that way. Of course, when you think about that, you have to have an RABC, and it's a whole other thing to just now suddenly we're going to Quetico. you got to plan accordingly. But they're in communication. There are currently, as of Friday, no Quetico closures. There is a campfire ban in effect in Quetico, but there's no parts of Quetico that are closed like there are now in the Boundary Waters, including in you know, this is a very popular area, Matthew. You've done some paddling in, in this area that's now closed. Yeah, it's one of my favorite areas to paddle. Seagull's gorgeous. Guided a lot of rock climbing out there. Uh, but continuing on past Seagull is, I would, I mean, I would say that's some of the most beautiful country at the end of the Gunflint. And a lot of our listeners have shared their stories about um, going out on those loops and even just getting out to Alpine and Jasper it's just a gorgeous area. It's well-traveled, and it's going to impact a lot of folks. It'll be interesting to see 
with such a dry summer already, how this season's going to shake out. When the Boundary Waters closed entirely in 2021, that was in August. You and I were doing those updates and that smoky summer, the closure, whole different time of year. Here we are in June, the middle of June, and we're experiencing all this already and no rain in the forecast. We'll keep you updated here on the podcast. You can check the website, WTIP, about any other closures, if and when the campfire ban is lifted, if and when this closure area is lifted and you can get in there again. But as we heard from the Forest Service, that's probably not happening anytime soon. So hang tight, hang in there. We'll keep you updated on the podcast and we're going to probably be adjusting some of our own plans potentially if some of this continues. Anything could happen. Stay optimistic. Keep going.